Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in once again. I am your host, Brian Wallace, with the Next Action Podcast. Today's guest is my good friend, Dr. Natalia. I'm going to say this right. Wehofsky. Dr. Natalia is a personal branding strategist, a bilingual keynote speaker, and a LinkedIn unicorn. So if anybody is doing anything on LinkedIn, I'm sure you've seen her a whole bunch of times. How are you doing today, Dr. Natalia? I'm very, very well, Brian. Thank you so much for the invitation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you and I were talking about, oh, no, I'm so afraid I'm going to screw up your last name. And then you told me there's a really funny way that you tell everybody how to do it. Tell everybody how to permanently ingrain this into their memory. Absolutely. So imagine that you're sitting in a tiny little super cute old-fashioned cafe in the middle of nowhere in Vienna. V like Vienna. And then out of nothing, out of the blue, there comes this black old sports car from the 80s and guess who jumps out of that car the hoff the legend david hasselhoff so hoff and then what he says is hey yo let's go for a round of skiing so it's v hoff ski that's hilarious <laughs> i can just imagine that in my head and it's just it's outstanding so wow so we've been friends on linkedin for quite a while and i feel like you and i really see a lot of stuff eye to eye and i imagine a lot of folks will really enjoy this episode. So when I think of you, and I think it's it's important that everybody kind of has a thing that they're known for, but when I think of you above all, I think about personal branding. You know how to really just rock an image when it comes to an outfit, when it comes to how to speak, all of the backdrop and all of that out of all of my friends out there on LinkedIn and otherwise. And I call you out on it all the time on LinkedIn. When anybody has a question, you're the one that I think of. So how did you get into that? And let's just kind of talk about how you do that and what you recommend to others just in terms of the value and how to really sharpen up the personal brand. Sure. So I started during my sabbatical when I quit my job and I realized, what on earth do I want to do with my life? Who am I? How can I add value? Why am I here? I was fascinated with the American way of doing business, of living life, of living success. So I studied a lot of American entrepreneurs. Um, I read a lot of books about success. I studied people on social media and I realized very quickly that social media is a great tool and that you need to learn how to market yourself. You need to learn how to move, how to talk, how to dress, how to connect with people, how to create content. And these are the people who will make it in life because they sat down in the beginning and they asked themselves a lot of painful questions like, who am I? What do I stand for? Who's my target audience? How can I serve them? What makes me unique? Why should people listen to me? What kind of results do they get? When do they get them, et cetera, et cetera. And then, I mean, that already answers the second part of your question. We need to start with self-awareness. We need to start with a, with a kind of self-inventory in which we confront ourselves with these unconventional questions. And there is no shortcut around it because this is the foundation for every personal brand. If you don't do that, it's like building a house on sand. So get these basics right. And then we can talk about PR. Then we can talk about generating leads. Then we can talk about writing a book and, and getting PR awards, et cetera, et cetera. 
I love that. Yeah, the self-awareness of so many people I meet is just off the scale, but not off the scale in a good way. Off the scale is they don't want to do it. How do people get out of their little bubble in their box and truly look at themselves in the mirror? Do you find that people are just overwhelmed and with fear on that? Because everybody's just rushing to get all the fame, get all the press and be the one behind the curtain. But I don't believe in that. I think that you have to have a strong personal brand and whatever business, if you own your own business or if you work for someone else, the business brand, of course, has to equally be, or if not more, strong. But nobody's going to take you seriously without all of these things in place. So how do you get people just from the start of that? How do you get them motivated? Well, I always remind them that very likely they only have one life, at least in this body on and on this planet. That's the first thing. And I also remind them of the fact that they do not want to die with regrets. They do not want to die thinking, ah, oh, I wish I had, oh, I wish I could, I wish I. And the third painful aspect that I rub into their eyes or into their faces is that I believe everybody's here for a specific reason or purpose or however you want to call it. And if you don't work on that, you are actually not contributing to society. So if you think you're here to teach people how to sell better and you don't work on your personal brand to go out there and to teach people how to sell, you are the reason why people are not making enough money. You're the reason why businesses are dying because you didn't have the courage to get yourself out there. And because of you, people didn't learn that. So you really, really, well, how can I say it? You are a huge problem, although you could be a solution. Yeah, you don't mince words. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true New Yorker, even though you're not. But um, I, I love that. I love um, when people, if you're going to ask someone who has expertise, you don't want them to give you the nice, soft, comfortable little answer. They're going to give you the truth that you need to hear. So thank you for sharing that. That was fabulous. Oh, man. I'm going to pull a whole big audiogram off of that one. So let's talk about you. And so you said that you kind of left your job and then you were scaling your, your business. So how did you take this off to the next level? Because I know tons of people that they're coaches, whatever the heck that means, you know, coaches are a dime a dozen these days and who's going to listen to them and they haven't accomplished anything and they haven't even looked themselves in the mirror, but you've figured it out. So how did you get on this to the next level? And is there anything that you're stuck with that maybe we can help with just in this conversation? Yeah. So what I realized is I was coaching people one-on-one for three and a half years. And at a certain stage, I realized that I'm working a lot and that I didn't make the social impact that I was aiming for. So I was thinking about it. What can I do? How can I scale my business? Everything is so dependent on me, myself and I. And I realized that the next step would be group coaching, but I had no clue how to do that. And I was procrastinating it. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe next year. Oh, and the money is so good with one-on-one until at a certain stage, I said, you know what? Your little chicken, get some professional help. You're preaching all the time that people should invest in coaches, mentors, etc. So get yourself one. And after quite some, it was it wasn't as long as I thought it was. A person entered my life, a sales strategist who specializes on helping coaches and consultants scaling their business to the next level. And he's amazing. He just told me everything that I want to hear, and I needed to do all of the things that I was ridiculously afraid of, and I was. Going going through a lot of resistance. I had a lot of limiting beliefs that I needed to eliminate. There were tears, there were sleepless nights, 
There were many panic attacks. It was really a massive learning curve. It was two months of horrible. It was really uncomfortable. I was totally out of my comfort zone. And this again shows you need a professional coach for these scenarios, for these scenes, because it was two months. I'm now through it. And um, actually today I got my first compliment for being an amazing closer on the phone. Well, two months ago, I was like, oh, I hate my life. I hate this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. I love that. And <laughs> thank you for bringing up sales and closing. I personally don't like using the word close, even though I know it's big in the sales world, because I think that it's almost like the, the precision of words is important. So when we say close, isn't it really that we're opening the beginning of that relationship to more? In, in any case, I, I won't pick on you on that part, but I'm very glad that you brought up sales. So many of these mm. speaker, author, writer, coach, marketer, guru, social media, fill in the blank, that, that whole pool party of all the different kinds of specialties that I said, they always act like sales is a bad thing and it's just made for those slimy used car salesmen, snake oil, door-to-door, -door, vacuum, whatever just we look down at the sales industry, but how does anybody buy anything? People don't automatically know what the best choices are. So people who are good at sales know how to be friendly. They know how to be likable. They know how to be trustworthy. And it's not an act. They're not putting on a suit. That's who they are, right? And I think that anybody who's starting their business, anybody who's trying to grow their business from zero to one or one to many needs to understand that if they don't have I don't know if the sales gene is the right thing, but at least some sales experience, you better get that or you better have somebody on your side or you're going to be starving. It doesn't matter how good a subject matter expert you are. So it sounds like you went through two months of really not a, a good, comfortable place, but that's the only way we're going to prove ourselves, right? In that crucible, through the fire. So tell us, since you said you just got your first compliment on that, how did you make that switch? Because that's not easy. Sure, you can have a mentor telling you things, but to internalize it and then spit it back out to the world and do it, that's where people really mess up. So tell us a little bit, how do you do that? And it sounds like the majority of what you're doing for these closings and for these sales are on the phone. So how can anybody get better at that? A very, very painful technique, but that's the technique that I used is I recorded my calls for training and quality purposes. And, you know, the person that was actually to learn from that is not my team, but it's me, myself and I. So I went back to these calls and I was sitting there sweating, blushing, judging myself. And I listened and I was like, what didn't I see? What didn't I hear? How did I screw it up? What was the problem? And then I improved the, the script and I improved the way how I interacted. And then next time after a call, when I had a bad feeling, I again went back to the call and analyzed it. So after every call, I sat down and I asked myself, what was good? What is it that I need to keep? What is bad? What is it that I need to change? What is it that I totally need to cancel? What is it that I need to rephrase? What is it that people absolutely do not understand? What is the question I should delete? What is the question I should change? So it was continuously, continuously facing 
the mess that I've created, which is very interesting because in the back of my head was like, oh, I've built this brand over five years. You know, everybody knows me. Everybody thinks that I'm such an amazing content creator and LinkedIn guru, but I suck at closing on the phone. That will ruin my image. Nobody will ever talk to me. So these were the wrong beliefs, you know, in the back of my head. Uh, so while having them, I was really deeply looking at the things that were so painful, but I forgave myself after every call and I motivated myself um, after every call. And as you said, in the end, it's an opening. It's the opportunity to help more people to work on their personal brand. This is what I want to do. And it's part of the whole job because if people don't sign up for working with me, they will not improve. Their marketing, their personal branding will not skyrocket to the next level. And well, that's a lose-lose situation for both parties. I love what you said. I wish we could just chat <laughs> all day and help everyone. <laughs> and, and I hear you. Something I'll add to the end of what you just said there. You believe in an extreme amount of just absolute brutal quality, which sounds like a really weird word pairing, but you understand and it's almost like if you don't make the sale with that person, if they go to some second-rate person who is not self-aware and hasn't faced all of their fears and really done that jump and done all of that self-work, what are they going to get at the end of the day? They're going to get something substandard. And just like you said, all the other people before that they're not really contributing to society, right? <laughs> if they don't go with you, you almost feel bad for them, right? It doesn't mean that we're God's gift to the world, but it means that we're true professionals at this and we value what we do so much and we're uncompromising that that's really the name of the game. So I know we've got just a, another minute and a half here. So is there anything we can help you with out there, Dr. Natalia? Yes, that's a very good question. I am here now in the UAE for 11 years. And since last, last summer, I'm flirting a little bit with, hmm, what's my next home? What's the next country where I do want to live in? So if there's anybody who is good in the question of lifestyle slash taxes slash what do I do with like, how many days can I live in this country? Um, you know, where do I keep my business and everything around that? Oh, that would be amazing. So that sounds like a not just a lifestyle, but a tax question first, I think. So I, I think there's people yeah, that we can connect folks. on yeah. here for sure. Happy to do that. Okay. So <laughs> everyone listening, Natalia wants a new home. Help her find it. And I'll, I'll give you some thoughts on that as well, certainly. So in any case, thank you so, so much for being a, a wonderful guest. Wow, we, we hit it right on the, the mark. So where can everybody find you online if they want to connect with you? Sure, either on LinkedIn. So there you'll find me with uh, under the handle at Dr. Natalia Vihovsky or on Instagram at Think Natalia. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much once again. Thank you.